Happy Friday, everybody. Sherman here, the Crazy Asian. Hope you're having a fantastic now, the moment that you listen to this. Doing Thursday's episode today, ended up just not recording it yesterday. Um, I just didn't prioritize it, so there's really no excuse. But I wanted to go back. Um, what what actually happened is someone had um, DM me in Instagram and had said that they got a new position at a, an organization, wanted to know my thoughts on sales and marketing, how I'd go about it. And so what I told them was I'd take it in fivefold. Num- number one is I'd have a look at um, some strategic partnerships. So um, for this individual, working with like financial advisors, um, bankers, HR directors would be, um, or excuse me, um, yeah, individuals. And then um, the next one would be um, HR directors um, at companies and letting them know um, the particular area that they wanted to focus in on was people over the age of 60. So between uh, the financial advisor, the um, f- focusing in on that area, and then the HR directors, which is more of a business-to-business kind of a concept, is you're educating those individuals on the value that you can bring to the table. At the same time, seeing there's opportunity that you can provide value to them. The third one is having a look at, um, because there's a saturation of information, we have Google at our fingertips, we have the internet. Um, people want specialized information. They want specific information to their situation. And so being able to give seminars, I would literally get a list of people that over the age of 60 and specific zip codes. And I'd start hosting seminars at my office once a month or every other month and driving people in a postcard method to there. And everybody that I meet, I would put into an email marketing and I'd email blast everybody about the different events that I'm hosting. Now, yes, you're going to get people that subscribe, you're going to get people that throw that postcard away, but what you're going to build is you're going to build um, this community that know that you're giving value in a particular area and a particular um, you know, space. Next is, so after I have my, you know, my financial advisor, very specific um, individual that I could provide value to over the age of 60, the HR directors, the seminars, I'd look at local community centers, opportunities to be able to find out where do people over the age of 60 kind of hang out. Maybe the bingo uh, areas, the, um, the community centers kind of exist in some, um, um, in some lar- a little bit larger of a cities, but they're looking f- to be able to provide value. So maybe there's an opportunity for me to provide some, some kind of overall wellness programs with what I'm doing and maybe a financial um, tr- you know, um, a trainer or um, you know, someone that uh, works with those that are 60 and older. Again, focusing in on what is kind of on the minds of someone that's 60 and older, you know, living longer, having a legacy, um, you know, maybe doing some family research, you know, some, some ge- genealogical work. So there's a great opportunity to be able to partner up with other individuals and offer that through the community. Again, being seen as a resource um, to, to those individuals. And then finally, the fifth one was building the presence online. So everyone that's the age of 50, if I'm going to be in business in 10 years, I want to make sure that I I capture those individuals. So people that are 50 and older, a lot of them are on Facebook and LinkedIn. And so there's a great opportunity for me to be able to build a presence online. Um, And again, I'd be posting up that I'm having events on LinkedIn and um, and on Facebook and inviting people. And that way, when those that start turning 60... Um, or, you know, or getting close to there, they're going to still find me a value because I've built this presence online as well. So now I'm hitting people in print format through the mailers. I'm hitting people in the email marketing stuff um, by blasting that out and then also then creating that community online. And so the fun thing about this, number one, is I was able to make a video. I made successive videos in Instagram DM, but then I made a, long, a long-winded one, about five minutes long, where I was able to share these five bullet points. And so the power of 
um, social media truly is that you can get information exactly from who you want to hear it from. Now, of course, he probably has trainers and uh, managing partners, but number one is I could be providing more value than they can from the perspective that he wants to hear my voice, right? Um, The other one is maybe I have more experience than those individuals. Maybe I am more... um, more of a learned individual in the industry than people that are at his association. So now he's getting um, curated or yeah, you know, yeah, curated information for him specifically. I mean, I made a video specifically for Carlos and that can be extremely powerful where now we're able to get exactly what we want, who we want to get it from. And that's true learning where um, sometimes that, that old uh, Chinese proverb, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And so even though he was following me, wasn't in my industry, wasn't doing what I'm doing, all of a sudden now he shifts over into my industry and now I provide um, an ex, um, not an excessive, because I want to say um, a, a, a very specific amount of value to him because now he sees things the way that I see them because he's in my industry. How are you leveraging your digital connections? Sherm's out. Hey, Sherman, I totally appreciate your episode right now. And in light of so many department stores and commerce going out of business because people are no longer going through third-party distribution and selling, but more that they're going from, um, I'd have to say, uh, from direct you know, producer and seller at the same time to distributor. So like we're seeing uh, the destruction of like the department stores as we speak and so i kind of like your episode because it's making people the people that are going to survive for the present and the future are going to be the most adaptive Uh, i don't know i mean that's my choice of word um instead of entrepreneurial it's most adaptive so um that's my kind of perspective on what's happening and trending right now in business today because we're going to start seeing a lot of people out of work because they have nothing to do and we have nothing to produce but those who are smart enough to Here's my, my new thing. Those of us who are smart enough and have an inkling of um, adaptability will also take advantage of this workforce because, yes, there's too many regulations, there's too many taxes, but at the same time, it's a huge opportunity to get into production as we speak. I mean, some states are not going to be producing states like California will not be more than likely for quite some time unless they can reduce their tax deficit um, to be, being a major producer. And that's what I think that the United States really needs to focus on. It should not be left up to politicians. Um, they may help, but at the same time, I feel like there here's a huge opportunity for people in certain states like Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, to start making things, to start selling nationwide and globally and the last part of it i mean all this matters because how we're going to survive the now and the future is people cannot get attached to certain jobs anymore i mean a lot of jobs are disappearing that's just the fact of the matter so you're going to have to be constantly adaptive and those who are most adaptive and not thinking well this is the only job i'm ever going to work i'm going to retire with this no it's those who are intelligent and i guess sound enough to be able to switch careers like from say like that guy you were talking about in the military to switching careers to 
the real estate. So yeah, I feel like that you, you touched on a subject matter that really I've been thinking about for quite some time. Talk to you later. It's Jason B. Absolutely. Jason, number one is I like how you brought up being more adaptive and not entrepreneurial. I think people are mistaking, mistakenly using that word too often from the perspective that they think that in order to be successful, you need to run your own business in this in today's world. And you don't. I think those that are intrapreneurial, right, that have the ability to, to get things done, but work in an organization can be exceptionally successful. There's a lot of people um, that are CEOs of businesses that never founded anything that aren't entrepreneurial themselves, but are great um, working in their in their environment. Um, I think a lot of us can think of people that we know that are entrepreneurs but are successful from a career and income perspective. So it doesn't mean that they're um, that they need to be entrepreneurial. And and you're absolutely spot on. Those that can be adaptive into their environment are going to find great success. And 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 always we look at companies that have failed and we go, oh, this is where they made the mistakes. This is what they should have done. And it's easy to play Monday morning quarterback because you you have the entire insight on what the other team was doing but when you run if you were to do something differently how would that affect your customers and how would that affect your uh, your competitors in the actual marketplace the moment that you decided to do it uh, reminds me of Kimberly Clark when they sold off all of the paper mills when that's what they built their entire company on was the backbone of paper um, Walgreens or uh, Woolworth used to be built on the five cent you know, almost like the the version of the dollar store back in the day, and uh, and 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 but then prior to that was on malts, right? Was was an actual like soda store, and so each each of us has um, a multitude of examples that we can pull from where people and businesses that were able to adapt were able to find success, and those that did not found themselves completely out of business. I appreciate you calling in, giving us your two thoughts, two cents, your thoughts. <laughs> I tell you, combine those, your two cents, your opinion, your thoughts. Appreciate it, bro. Have a fantastic Friday. Sherm's out.